Why? Arf, arf, arf. Why are we barking right now? <laughs> My dogs are barking. Hey, haters, how's it going? Um, welcome back to Haters Film Club. I'm Chloe. And I'm um, oh, I need my iPad. No, wait. Oh. Should be on the phone. Okay. Um, today we are keeping the Valentines going. The season of cards and candy rolling with a breakdown and a discussion of our top romance tropes. Um, yeah. How was your Valentines? Uh, my Valentines was nice. Um, Spent it at the Nas National History Museum of African American History. That's not the name of it. The Museum of African American History. It's something else. It's got a longer <laughs> name. I, I swear. <clears throat> anyway, it was very impactful. Um, was I that wish, your first time? Yeah. I wish we had started downstairs in the basement at first. Because mm -hmm. we started upstairs, which was fine. <clears throat> But unfortunately, the one thing about going to the museums here in D.C. during the week is that there will be students. Very many. And they are the worst. Obnoxious. Um, so there was like a whole chunk that we like fully avoided because it was so crowded. It was like unbelievable. But then downstairs, there was, very, there was way less students slash it was not that it was more interesting. There's nothing that's like more interesting than the other, but mm -hmm. it just had... A lot more detailed history yeah <clears throat> and um, the food was good but it did make us sleepy so we did cut it short mm -hmm. a lot of the museums around here you have to like go more than once but it's like so annoying yeah. out of here. I definitely need to go back because the last time I was there was like last September and I think we only did like a f portion of the upstairs because they were like about to close so we couldn't do the whole museum and Mr. Calvin had to take his sweet little time, so we spent quite a bit of time in the sports section. Yeah. Because he had to read every single thing. Yeah. Sammy also very much, oh, Stink is looking at the birdie. There's a little birdie sitting right there. <laughs> but, yeah, Sammy was also looking at almost everything, and I'm just like, let's keep it going. It's a big museum. Keep it moving. Um, I mean, I like to read, but I... I also hate reading, so I usually just <laughs> skim most of the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I spent my Valentine's mining and grinding in my Minecraft world. I have been having so much fun on Minecraft and can't wait to play it today. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm, I'm just having so much fun. <laughs> um... So yeah, let's go ahead and get on into it. First of all, you might be sitting there like, what is a trope? What is that? And I guess like it can really just be broken down to just like a common theme or like occurrence mm -hmm. in media. It doesn't have to specifically apply to like romance. Like you can also have tropes in horror. Yeah. Like for some reason, the only one coming to my head is the black person dies first. The girl who goes off and has sex dies. The final girl trope. Final girl trope, yeah. There's a Every piece of media has tropes. Nobody is original. Everybody builds off of something. I think mm -hmm. I heard something years ago that, like, all stories fit within, like, 32 different types or something. There are no stories that break outside of these 32 stories. Like, every story follows the same pattern. So that's kind of crazy. Um, Except for that lady building the mine under her house. That's... that's she's breaking the code. That is Literally breaking the codes. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, totally off topic, the way that she talks, I hate the way she talks. Mm -hmm. She's literally, like, in her 20s, she sounds like an 80-year-old woman. Like, just something about the way she talks bugs me. Don't like it. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. I told Gabby, basically the way that we're gonna do this is I literally went to Google, Googled romance tropes, wrote down my favorites, and then I just thought of like some form of media or something that would fit into this trope or would be a good example of it. Um, some of them I have a lot listed for it, others I don't really. So, do we want to jump into it? I didn't rank mine at all. I just I didn't have either. them written. Do you want to start us off? Sure. 
Um, my first one is forced proximity. Mm. And I don't have a specific form of media for this, but just like those, you know, early fan fictions that were like, we get, we got into the hotel room and there was only one bed. I'm getting into the one bed, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that idea of like having to share a space with um, someone, someone who you kind of have like tension with yeah. and the things that like Either evolve like, from that. They hate each other mm-hmm. or they like kind of have interest in each other yeah. but it hasn't been resolved yet. Love it when they like go to bed and then they wake up like wrapped in each other. Mm-hmm. I'll get into it more in a second. Go. Yeah, it was it was hard to um like think of media for these because most of the time all that came into my head was like some random fan fiction. I'm like can't talk about that. <laughs> um my first one, classic enemies to lovers. You have the person that they hate each other, they hate their guts, they want nothing to do with them. One just popped into my head that I'll talk about. Ew! I'm blowing it away from you. You're nasty. Um, so, one example, these are, I'm gonna have the weirdest examples today. Check, please. The webcomic. Love it. I own both volumes, paperback. Um, Nursey and Dex from there. They are two hockey players who hate each other. And the whole fandom shipped them together. They would have made such a great pair. We never got to see it happen. Um, and then, oh, the creme de la creme for me. I've read this book like five times. I love it. Um, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell, which, crazy. So Rainbow Rowell, she wrote the book Fangirl. And in this book, Fangirl, we follow Cather. Ka- That's literally her name. Cather? No, Cather. And her sister's name is Wren. Because her mom found out that she was having twins and was too lazy to come up with another name. So, Catherine. Um, horrible. <laughs> horrible mother. Horrible. <laughs> horrible mother. So, anyways, Cather, her favorite, like, basic form of media is Simon Snow. Which is this version, this universe's version of Harry Potter. And so, she ships Simon Snow and Baz together. Baz is a vampire. They're both wizards. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Whole shebang. They're roommates. Love a good roommate. So that's another trope. Our roommates um so carry on is the fan fiction that cather is writing in fangirl so good i own all three books interesting so good Isn't so rainbow row a little racist yeah um <laughs> don't read eleanor and park no that ain't it her books are definitely problematic but love carry on so good <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Simon and Baz, they're roommates, they've got this tension, they hate each other, um, Simon thinks that Baz wants to kill him, Simon's the chosen one, all this good stuff, and they get together, and it's very lovely, love it. And then my last piece for this would be the movie Debs, because Debs is basically like gay Charlie's Angels, I would say, and in this one we've got one of our girlies getting together with the enemy. And they have to basically sneak around and be all secretive about their relationship. Mm. But then love prevails. Enemies to lovers. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. The next one on my list is not enemies to lovers, but I'll I'll talk about it. Um, Yeah, I also have enemies to lovers on my list. And the specific one that I always think about is from Princess Diaries 2. I need to rewatch The Princess With, Diaries. With uh, Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And they go, I loathe you. I loathe you first. And then they fall into the, like, whatever together. I, uh this was, like, life-changing for me. Um, that's the only one that I really have in mind, to be honest. Um, yeah, so as Gabby started us off, forced proximity. Specifically for me, forced to share a bed. Force to share a bed, that is just too good. You check into the hotel, oh, we only have one room left with one king bed. A drama. Insane. And then they're like, oh, I'll sleep on the floor. And they're, they're like, I hate you, but I'm not going to make you sleep on the floor. Mm. Ugh, too good. So for me, the proposal. Yeah. I love the proposal. 
This is um, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Sandra Bullock is a Canadian citizen and she needs to get her citizenship for the US to be able to continue working there. This could also kind of low-key be enemies to lovers because like she's just a crazy psycho boss and nobody likes her. And so she basically like tells- Also like fake relationship. Fake relationship. This one's got it all. It really does. Betty White is in this movie. (laughs) I love this movie. It's so ridiculous, but I love it. So basically, Sandra Bullock cons Ryan Reynolds into proposing to her, or actually, he makes her propose to him, so that they can basically, like, get her green card. And so, fake relationship, they tell the whole family that they're engaged, they get way too into it, and they tell them that they're gonna be sharing, like, this honeymoon lover suite, and there's the baby-making quilt that is on the bed as well. That's another detail. They do technically have Ryan Reynolds sleep on the floor, but then, like, he does get in the bed at some point. It's good. It's good. And then my other um, recommendation would be a book, one that I recently read, Delilah Green Doesn't Care, at one point in this book. So the premise of Delilah Green Doesn't Care is Delilah and, oh god, what is her name? It's not Parker. That's her last name. Shoot. I can't remember her stepsister's name. But anyways, her stepsister... And her having the big misunderstanding that they both hate each other, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, her stepsister invites her to be a photographer at her wedding in the future. And so Delilah has like a major crush on her friend Claire. And at some point they're like, "Uh uh-oh, we accidentally didn't book a room for you. You guys are going to have to share a bed. And that's when things got quite steamy. That's when they got together, not to spoil the book. And then this stepsister comes in. What is her name? This is gonna drive me crazy. Look on my bookshelf in that room. Oh. Anyways, so her stepsister comes in and is like, oh, we have a room available. Claire, get in there. And ruins the evening. Shame. Mm-mm. Force a share bed. Couldn't recommend it enough. I'm forced. Crazy good. I'm gonna go look at it. Okay. Astrid Parker. Oh. Her name is Astrid. Ew. <laughs> Don't say ew. What? I like the name Astrid. It's very... It's very. <laughs> um, my next one, since I skipped it, uh, would be Forbidden Love. That's now, my next I, one. I want to make it absolutely clear that I'm not talking about, like, age gap, Mm-mm. any of that kind of forbidden. Like, no. Yeah. I mean more like like class divide or like familial like forbidden kind of things. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. yeah. Like very classic Romeo and Juliet. Um not like teacher student. Hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> you will not see that from uh-uh. us. No, no, no. Um cuz we could talk about call me by your name, but I purposefully left it off the list. Yeah. For me, obviously Romeo and Juliet is a big one. Which version? The Leo DiCaprio version. Yeah. Um, that's the only one that I could actually ever sit through. (laughs) Um, what else? Even something like, um, what's it called? Like, Swan Lake is that idea of, like, you're forbidden from loving this person. Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Oh. I love that movie. You're right. I really do. You're right. Do you have any others? That's it. So yeah, Forbidden Love. For me, both of these are lesbian movies. Fits the trope. Um, But I'm a cheerleader. Mm. She's sent to conversion therapy and meets the love of her life there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that one a lot. Yeah. Um, The next one, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Literally constrained by historical times Mm -hmm. to not be together. Mm -hmm. And this one could fit into several tropes for me as well. I purposely put it in this one, though, because it is, like, definitely forbidden at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you haven't seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire, do yourself a favor. Favier. 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 It's so good. Um, my next one kind of goes with the one following, but, like, opposites attract. Mm. Like, that idea of, like, people who are very, very different. Mm-hmm. Main, like, this one can kind of go into enemy solo- or. Forbidden love, too. Like, people you would not expect to, like, have a relationship having one mm-hmm. kind of thing. I can't really think of one. I didn't write any media for it. <laughs> well, I mean, my next one kind of fits in with that. 
And I, for me, more specifically, I fell victim, especially when I was, like, younger, to the good girl, bad boy mm. archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, the prime example of this, unfortunately, being the After series. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever read the original? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't either. Cause I With, was, like, the orbs? I was... Orbs? He, they used to, like, call his, like, eyes Ew, orbs. I hate when fanfics say that. Yeah. They are eyeballs. Yeah. Don't his green glowing orbs looking back at me. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, the After series was originally on Wattpad, which is a fanfiction website. And it was a One Direction fanfiction. Um, what's his name in After? Harlan? Uh, yeah. Harden or something like that? Fucking Trevor! Fucking Trevor! Um, so Harlan in the movie is supposed to be Harry Styles. And there's all kinds of, I don't know the characters. I don't care. But basically, the concept of After, and I've only seen the first movie like two years ago, trash. Mm. The whole series is trash. Mm-hmm. The series just... I have a good forbidden love. Go ahead, girl. Um, real quick. Um, the kissing booth. <laughs> no! I hate the kissing booth so much. It's anyway. so bad. Do you want to delve into that at all? Oh, well, just like the idea of... Um, like it being like your best friend's brother and like that's kind of like taboo or whatever um also to interject best friend's brother from victorious one for me smacks yeah 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 best friend something and he's six foot three i have that on my spotify to this day smacks (laughs) anyways getting back into after so basically it's been a hot minute since i've seen it maybe you know it better than me you forced me to watch it the series just reached its finale this past year, had the last movie come out, and that had better be the last movie. Um, it follows some girly getting into college. She's a goody two-shoes, mm-hmm. nerdy, very serious about college. She goes to a party, and they're like playing truth or dare, I think. And someone goes, I dare you to kiss Harden. Or Harlan, or whatever. It's Harden. It is Harden? It is Harden. Stupidest name in the world. And the only My reason, name's Harden. Hello? And the only reason I know his name is Harden is because I was searching something up, and his that name was very similar to... Whatever I was searching up was similar to Harden, and I was only getting, like, things of after, and I'm like, the, oh, that's not what I'm looking for. When I hear Harden, I think of the Pokemon that comes in the little cockroach shell, you know which one I'm talking mm. about? I think he turns into a Beedrill, but one of his moves is Harden. To protect himself, mm-hmm. so there you go. Um, gonna anyways at a party. I dare you to kiss Harden or something like that. So they kiss, and then they hook up, and basically like he corrupts her and turns her into a bad girl or something mm-hmm. like that. And she like totally changes her whole personality or something. It's ridiculous. So trashy. So ridiculous. Don't even waste your time. There's like five movies. There's so. like five movies. Honestly, the memes that come out of the movie are so funny. And it's bad. Don't do it. And then, so another, like, classic example of this would be from The Breakfast Club with Miss Molly Ringwald's character and our dude that is played by Beck in the victorious version Mm -hmm. of The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. Shout out to The Breakfast Buddies. That's a great episode. Um, Yeah, just classic. She's the princess and she gives him his diamond earring at the end. What, but one more could you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, my next one, is that all you had to say? Mm-hmm. My next one um, is a little bit similar to Opposites Attract, but specifically to Grumpy versus Sunshine. Love it. And I'll say here right now, here right now. Himbos. Jess and Nick. Oh, <laughs> literally. That That's all that matters. Just like, uh, and it can also be the opposite way, like himbos, like, um, and Golden some... Retriever boyfriends with their, like, black cat girlfriends kind yeah. of, like, vibe. Like, Love that. There's, there's always, like, a combo. Yeah. It's either, like, the girl is super happy sunshine or the guy. So. Is Nick Miller. Yeah. Who is just... Yeah. They, they take the cake. Mm-hmm. Every time. Absolutely. They are perfect. Um, so my next one is... I'm really exposing myself here, you guys. Really putting my heart on the line here, you guys really getting personal with you guys i mean you kind of shared yours last week so i gotta share mine and the next one is amnesia 
by five seconds of summer. <laughs> <laughs> Wish that I could wake up with amnesia. Get up at the... So, yeah, last week Gabby talked about her amnesia fanfiction. I'm going to talk about mine this week. I am not giving you the title. I am not giving the author. Not exposing myself that hard. But I will give you the plot of it. As I said last week, Derek and Styles, Teen Wolf, Derek wakes up in the hospital. <gasps> um, he's been shot in the head, <laughs> protecting Styles. This is so embarrassing. I've read this so many times too. It's just such a good one. Um, and anyways, so he wakes up in the hospital. He doesn't remember anything. Lydia walks in. Remember Lydia? And he's like, ooh. Oh, this is also a soulmate universe. So he thinks that Lydia is his mate. And so... <laughs> so she walks in and he's like, ooh, sexy. And they're like, um, no, that is... Y'all are not together. And he's like, what? And then Styles walks in and he's like... Okay, but I'm not gay. And then Cora, Derek's sister. Did you ever get to that part in the show? One of his sisters is alive. And um, so yeah, Cora's like, uh-oh, Derek is like thinking it's 2009. He's like college Derek, who's a frat boy asshole who's homophobic. And so this whole, all this stuff happens and like Derek's in denial that him and Styles are together. Ugh. It's so good. And then this like rival pack is coming in and Derek has to pretend that he knows how to be the alpha and all this stuff. It's like over a hundred thousand words. Good lord. Literary work of art. So good. I've read, as I said, I've read it several times. Some fanfics are just that good. The only amnesia movie I can think about, obviously other than Fifty First Dates, was that one with like, it was a Nicholas Sparks with um, mm. what's her face? Uh, are you talking about Letters to Juliet? No. Let Dear John? No, Dear John is the one with, um... Rachel McAdams. No. <laughs> Rachel McAdams is the one I'm thinking about. That one's not called Dear... Oh. Dear John was the one with the other Mean Girls girly. I know who Karen. you're talking uh, Whatever I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, the only Nicholas Sparks movie I've ever seen is The Notebook. Oh, really? It was yeah. a big, big, um, red box movie mm -hmm. rental with my oh, mother. Oh, I bet. Let me see what it's I guess while you're looking that up, in the same vein of amnesia, it's not an amnesia movie, but it technically has to do with hospital, like, sickness love, you know, um, is while you were asleep. The Vow. The Vow. Never seen it. Um, it's with Channing Tatum. Oh. But is while you were sleeping. I think this is Sandra Bullock as well, but basically this guy, like, gets in a coma and Sandra Bullock, like, has a crush on him or something. I don't know. And she pretends, she, like... To get into the room tells the hospital that like she's his girlfriend to like visit him or something and his whole family shows up and then all of a sudden thinks that she's actually his girlfriend so she has to like make up this elaborate lie and keep it going and then weirdly enough in the end of the movie they do get together it was it was a weird one but it was a good one my next one is matchmaker gone wrong now specifically i'm thinking of the setup clueless that too so matchmaker gone wrong can go a lot of different ways it can be like the people so like in set it up it's the two people Love who are trying to set these people together actually end up falling in love with each other as well but it could also be like you're trying to match with someone and then when you're like being like, oh, yeah, they're a great person. You're going to love them. They're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, wait, I kind of like them now. Or it could even be like, I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of different combinations of gone wrong that it can go. But mm -hmm. set it up. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's these two interns who have horrible bosses. Zoe who, Deutsch and Glenn Powell. Yes. <laughs> and a freaking... Is Brenda Song in this? No, that's no. not Brenda Song. It's a uh, um, what's her name? Lou. Lucy oh, Lou. Lucy Lou. Yeah. And I don't know the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> Bald man. <laughs> but basically, their bosses are horrible, and they are always working, and they never give the the assistants any day days off. So they're like, let's set them up together so that they start a relationship. That way, they'll they have get off our backs yeah, a little. Yeah. Um, and then the two who are setting them up also fall in love. So, yeah. I just like that idea of, like, working together and mm -hmm. and then actually, like, 
Yeah, I guess like for that, the classic example of that would be Emma by Jane Austen. And um, so the Anya Taylor Joy version, love it. So Clueless is literally like a classic retelling of Emma. Clueless is Emma. Mm. So Clueless, um, we've got Alicia Silverstone's character, Cher, trying to set up her girly with some other guy and then it all goes wrong and all this and he thinks that she's into him and all this stuff and then she ends up with her stepbrother but we don't gotta get into that. Um, and then in Emma, you've got um, our girly Emma trying to set up our girly Mia Goth with some guy but then she actually falls in love with some other guy, you know. Just watch it. It's good. How's the flan? Is she ready? Oh. Uh oh. <gasps> I'm sorry, y'all. I haven't had a soda pop today. Um. Yeah. Was that all you had to say on that one? That I sure it is. Yeah. Um. My next one. Oof. Is the good old slow. Alexa, add 15 minutes. Oh. Is the good old. <laughs> if you're watching this on speaker and we just made your girl go off, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Um, that was actually pretty fitting for what I was about to say because it's slow burn. Mm. So it took me a long time to get there. Oh, you know, it, we plan that. We really plan that. Slow burn can be so painful to read. I will say that. Because when you're reading a slow burn, like, they really mean it is not happening for at least 200,000 words. Yeah. So I'll be zipping through those mm. books. But movie-wise, I can handle it. Um, the first one is Love, Rosie. So cute. This is such a cute movie. Um, Lily Collins is in this. And um, I think she's, like, graduating high school or something like that. And she has, like, all these big plans, these big dreams to go off to this nice school and, like, I think she wanted to be a journalist or something but she finds out that she's pregnant so she basically puts all those plans on hold to basically have this kid and care for this kid meanwhile like her high school best friend is this guy who's also like i think he's going off to new york for college they live they live in the uk by the way so he's going off to new york for college she doesn't tell him that she's pregnant and basically all this stuff happens where like they are made for each other but all this stuff keeps getting in the way. Like, she has this kid. He's in New York. Then she, like, tries to make things work with the baby daddy. And all this stuff happens where it is years and years and years before they finally get together. Mm -hmm. And when they get together, you're, like, rooting for them. So good. Next one, Harry meets Sally. When Harry meets Sally. Ooh! So good. Have you seen this one? Mm -mm. Girl. I know. Get on it. I know. I'm not gonna say the whole plot then, but... Basically, they meet each other. I know, I know the part where she starts moaning in the in the deli that's, shop. That's the classic one, yeah. <laughs> Basically, they, like, meet each other in college. He's, like, driving her home because they live in the same town or near each other or something like that. So they're, like, stuck in the car for hours on end with each other. And then they just basically keep on meeting each other after every so often all of these years. And who knows what happens. <laughs> that's all I had to say on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is falling in love with the wrong person. Now, this can be... Tragic. Yeah, it can be pretty devastating. Um, we just watched Past Lives, which it wasn't as devastating as I was hoping. When we saw those trailers last year, we were like, we're gonna be in that theater, like, gutted. Yeah. Dehydrated. Yeah. I did not even shed a tear. Yeah, no. Um, like, that idea of, like, of... Like, the person you're wanting is like, falling in love with the wrong person. Or it can be, like, happy at the end, like, in, um, like, we were talking about The Wedding Singer. Mm -hmm. How they were in love with someone else and then they realized they had feelings for who they should have been having feelings for or whatever. So it can kind of, like, go both ways. Um, I just kind of like that idea of, like, I like the ones, obviously, where they hurt a little bit, you know? Uh -huh. Where you're just like, damn! Ugh. Like that whole, also like right person, wrong time. Oh, those also kill me. Those kill me. Kill me. They just shoot me dead. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That was all. Yeah. Um, my next one is fake relationships. Mm. 
These are juicy. We recently saw I Want You Back. Or no. That's my next movie I'm going to talk about. I saw a year ago <laughs> I Want You Back. Um, I guess this would also fit into what you were saying with like failed matchmaking. Mm. Because. Oh, no, no, no. No, it doesn't. I lied. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, okay. This has Charlie Day and. What's her face? From Parks and Rec. Jenny. She's the annoying girly on Parks and Rec. It's like, Daddy, I wanna. She's John Ralphio's sister. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, for, she's also on um, Everything Everywhere. Yep. Jenny. Her name is Jenny something. Jenny Slate. Uh-huh. Jenny Slate. Um, so basically, they had partners that broke up with them, and now the partners are, like, together or seeing other people or something. I don't know. So basically... It's the one where they have, like, the fake threesome, or, like, they're trying to do a threesome at one point? No. No. This is a different movie. <laughs> no. Hold on. Um, no. So out. basically, they decide that they're going to date each other to make their exes jealous and want to get back together with them. What's it called? Uh, I Want You Back. And, yeah, it was super cute. I watched it last year. I think it came out around Valentine's last year. What are you saying? It is the one with the threesome. It does? Yes. I don't Where remember he, that. Where he was dating, um... <sighs> he was dating Gina Rodriguez, heebie-jeebies. Not heebie-jeebies. And she was already dating some... Right? I, I think I'm right. I don't remember that. But then again, I don't remember most of the movie. But yeah, fake relationship there. They end up getting together, falling in love, blah, blah, blah. Now, we both recently saw Anyone But You with Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. And I loved this movie. Yeah. It was so fun. I definitely want to see it again. Mm -hmm. They just brought it back to Regal for Valentine's. Um, but in this one, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell run into each other in a coffee shop. And they basically have, like, a really great like one date it's like a little meet cute situation yeah. they like are literally perfect for each other and then sydney sweeney in the morning wakes up freaks out and leaves because they literally fell asleep like talking to each other that's yeah. how good they were like getting along with each other stink stink you need to take that away all right it's over privilege is lost yeah yeah but anyways sydney like is a little freaked out by it like doesn't really know what to do so she leaves and then he thinks that she left because she didn't like him. And, like, she goes back to get something from him. No, she goes back because she's re she, she realized she messed yeah. up. And then he's, like, talking to his friend and being like, oh, she was crazy, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, basically making up stuff to make himself feel better. She overhears this and thinks that he hates her guts. So yeah. now they both hate each other. Now, flash, like, a year or so in the future, mm -hmm. her best friend friend or her sister. her sister is getting married to his best, his friend, best friend's sister well like they were they were friends childhood friends too so yeah now basically they're going to australia to go to this wedding and everybody is like being driven crazy because they hate each other and they're being so negative towards each other so they're trying to basically ploy them to get together and they realize this so then they're like okay well let's just go ahead and pretend to date and then shenanigans ensue mm -hmm. and they fall in love perfect now um the first fake relationships i think of mm -hmm. is to all the boys i've loved before obviously oh that's a good one oh. that's a good one mm -hmm. before no centineo got weird yeah um my next person is secret your slash next person Oh, <laughs> my bad. It's because I read wrong person. My next trope is secret slash undercover. And um, so this can be like a, a big It could range cover of a things. lot of ground. It could be weird, like in Sierra Burgess. Ugh, boo. We're not even going to talk about that movie because it pisses me off. We've talked about it before. We have, but I don't want to <laughs> say it again today. Um, but what I'm thinking of specifically, um, is, what is this show called? Oh, my mother is calling me. No, not right now, mom. Um, what's it called? Mm. It's a K-drama. It's on Netflix. I literally just watched it. The, the, the promotion, the... Hold on. 
Bear with me. Hold on. Bear with me. Honestly, I don't even remember in um, To All The Boys it being a fake relationship, but that does make sense because she's trying to get that one guy's attention. It was, yeah. That was, like, the whole part in the beginning. They mm -hmm. had, like, a whole agreement, and they totally were talking about, forgot. like, what... And she's like, you can put my hand in, or your hand in my back oh. pocket, that whole thing. Yeah, like 16 candles. Yeah. Um, so it's called Business Proposal, mm. and the plot of it is her, like, influencer bestie is has to go on a date with this like super high class businessman she doesn't really feel like it um it's kind of like a blind date so that the guy doesn't know what the girl looks like so she's like can you just go on this date for me like and just kind of blow him off and so they end up liking each other obviously and for a while she has to like keep on this facade that she's some like influencer pop star and then he eventually finds out that she's just an average Korean woman woman living with her parents, owning, like, a chicken shop. Which, if you ever watch a K-drama, it's so funny when they show, like, the poor people. Because they have, like, just, like, middle, upper middle class, like, housing and, like, nice furniture and great, like, interior design. And it's like, um, this is what the poor class looks like. It's <laughs> a little familiar to me. Yeah, and, like, and so it's it's just such a cute little, like... Especially when he does find out he doesn't, like, treat her any different. In fact, mm -hmm. he's, like... Oh, the, the the funniest part of the whole thing is that she works for his company. And so whenever they're, like, dating and he still doesn't know, she has to, like, hide from him in the building. And she's, like, a food scientist. I don't know what, <laughs> what it is all about. But it's a cute little show. I, I ate it up. She said. And K-drama started to get like really like juicy like before they barely used to show a kiss or two oh. and now they like they don't show like very egregious scenes or anything like that but i'm just like oh, oh. i didn't even know that y'all did that <laughs> um so my next one this is gonna be the largest category for me for some reason just love inflicting pain on myself um angst hmm angst mm -hmm. that's a frequent tag mm -hmm. when i'm searching for some good old fanfics mm -hmm. um yeah this is just like i love a good angst but happy ending mm. you know mm. like we gotta we gotta suffer a little bit before we get to the good stuff um so of course i love tragic films um the first one my best friend's wedding how mm -hmm. uh, what mm -hmm. what they're literally perfect for each other and you're gonna do that to me i'm gonna i'm gonna but in my uh, next one, because it pretty much goes to that unrequited mm -hmm. love, mm. just like, yeah, mm -hmm. that like, it, it would work, it could work, but it doesn't happen. There's something in the way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, classic Julia Roberts movie. She's the best man, best lady, whatever, at his wedding. Cameron Diaz is there, and she just has to be the bigger person and let him go. Yeah. For me, Ugh. um... I mean, as much as Call Me By Your Name is problematic, like, that ending phone call where mm, he's, like... Just crying <laughs> into the fireplace. Oh! Yeah. I, yeah, that hurt a few times. Yeah. Um, what else? What other movies kind of like that? My next one is Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Okay, I never watched that. You haven't? Mm -mm. Oh, wait. Yes, I thought I you did. did. I, I was did. literally about to say. I swear you I did. I was thinking of End of the Fucking World. That's a show. I know. Yeah. No, this one, um, literally, like, the world is ending? Yeah. Question mark? And there's, like, a meteor or something? There's a meteor coming, so people are, like, it's chaotic and everything like that. And it's Kira Knightley and Steve Carell. Mm -hmm. That's and such a funny combo. That is a really that funny is. combo. And they basically, like, meet each other and they were lonely or mm -hmm. something and so they they didn't want to die alone they didn't want to die alone she's like got her records that are precious to her which i can relate and um so they basically get together and it's like a love that is basically doomed from the start because the world is ending mm -hmm. so that one hurted yeah that one hurted a lot and i mean another i mean what's it called um portrait of a lady Mm -hmm. well, a lot of angst. A lot of angst. A lot that of that one could fit in there. Yeah. The, the book. <laughs> You're kidding. Um, I hate to say it, but Hazel Grace Lancaster. 
Please. <laughs> I hate you. That, that's a lot of angst. I it's a lot of you. angst. It, it is, though. You put the killing thing between your teeth, but you don't give it the power to do the killing. I was eating that up when I was 13. He he really got in there. Um, no, my next one is Brokeback Mountain. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a big mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, mm-hmm. With them beans. Beans and bottomy. <laughs> I know it's thinking that time. I can't quit you. <laughs> that one, that one hurts. Um, Celeste. Oh, we didn't even talk about fake relationships. Um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh, I love you, baby. That one is so good. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that one again. Um, Celeste and Jesse Forever, Andy Samberg, Rashida Jones, divorced, but still living together and still best friends. Mm. They're perfect for each other, but moving on in different phases of their life. Jesse gets another girl pregnant and decides to make it work. Oh. <gasps> That one hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. I I said I like angst with a happy ending. None of these have had happy endings. Mm -mm. None of them are going to. Mm -mm. Because the last one is La La Land. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to remind me. Yeah, that one. It can end happy. It could. Just stop it. Just Just don't let the ending happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Eject. Remote off. <laughs> um, marriage <TV>. story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but you see, the difference is marriage story, I mean. It's not could, a romance. Well, that, I mean, uh. I know for the, the, who did that? Noah Baumbach? Yep. The way that Noah Baumbach can make you, like, want to root for them, even though they are so terrible Bad for, for each, each other. other, you're just like, but what if? But especially, like, when he, like, but, gives her the little letter or whatever, and yeah. you're just like, oh, maybe she'll read it, and then, 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 then. No. And it's like, and they're better off this way. Just mm-hmm. leave it at that. But mm-hmm. you just kind of want them to kind of... Resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but to last, did you have any others? Um, My last one is second chance slash reunion Mm. so um what i was missing from past lives Mm. is that kind of like magnetism and i'm i'm guessing that's kind of like the point it's like you thought that you had something with this person and now that you're in the same place together it's like what do we do yeah um but i wish there was like more of that magnetism of like Mm -hmm. (gasps) first love yeah um what else um, any sort of, like, I can't think of any, like, legit ones, but any sort of, like, we were friends as kids, and now we're adults, and now, like, oh, let's... Everything everywhere. True. He had those divorce papers. True. And they made it work. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say, I would say that one's definitely a love story, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On so many different fronts. My last one is Mistaken Identity. Now, this one, Mm. I hate when they're lying. Mm. I hate when they're lying from the beginning. Always causes so many problems. Like, just be honest. Mm -hmm. Just be honest. But at the same time, sometimes it can be really good. So, on Valentine's Day, I actually watched Upgraded, which just came out. It's on Amazon. And it's Camila Mendez. And I really enjoyed this movie. It was super good. Um, Basically, she is working as an assistant... For this, like, big art director, Mm -hmm. like, lady who runs this gallery and, like, purchases stuff, all that. Who's played by Marissa Tomei, queen. And, um, she, it's almost, it's very Cinderella to me. Very Cinderella. And so, she is working for Marissa Tomei, who has these two assistants that are snotty, evil stepsisters. Mm -hmm. And so, they all have to go to England to like work on this art auction or something and Camila Mendez's character is literally like homeless poor broke master's degree art historian girly who's trying to work for this girl and um so she has no prospects no money no children 
come on, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so she's on this. Oh, the assistants book her a plane, but they book her like the worst plane ever. And they book her all the way back in economy. She'd be like all the way back in the toilets, aka me on every single flight for my job. And um, so th she they, they like make her go to the airport early to help out with the bags. And she's like, oh, okay. And they're like, your flight isn't for another four hours. And she's like, why am I here so early? And they're like, to help the bags, of course. So the ticketing lady takes pity on her and upgrades her to first class on the next flight. So basically she's like in first class, meets this cute little British boy and lies to him and tells him, well, she doesn't technically mean to lie to him. He just misconstrues her words and she just goes along with it. I hear you. And basically says that she's Marissa Tomei's character. Mm. She's the big shot art director. Mm -hmm. And just like all this stuff happens and for her because all these people around her think that she's this director and her career is going so well in just a matter of a week so good i don't want to reveal the rest because i want you to watch it it's good it's right up your alley you okay. would like it okay. um last movie made in manhattan yeah 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 jennifer lopez in manhattan that kind of goes with like secret undercover like yeah yeah so basically she's like oh. this is me and I Okay. I can't wait for that movie. It's gonna be so no, funny. it's gonna be so bad. Every movie she touches is so bad. <laughs> At least past like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> so in this one, Jennifer Lopez is a maid in Manhattan, and she's like cleaning out this room for this really fancy lady. It's like the presidential suite. There's some fancy dress hanging on the wall, and one of her friends, who's another maid, convinces her to try it on. The zipper gets stuck. And she, like, has to go outside in this dress or something. Bumps into this fancy hotshot man who now thinks she's, like, some rich socialite. And they fall in love. He's a Republican. Yeah. Do not forget that. Yeah, that part. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I hear Republican, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Conversation over. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That was all that I had. Any final thoughts on the tropes? Um, I have one that is my least most least favorite and that's miscommunication oh i hate specifically that. miscommunication when they avoid so talking easy. to each other yeah. it's like if y'all just shut up and have a conversation mm -hmm. this would be over which could go back to anyone but you yeah because if they had been upfront about all this from the beginning mm -hmm. they could have been having a great time in australia absolutely so that's all i gotta say yeah Alright, let's get into some questions. Uh, Bestie Nicole asked, what tropes have you experienced in real life? Nada. Um, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> Abuse. Um, Lovers to enemies. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> um, Bestie Nicole said, what tropes have you seen slash read that aren't actual tropes? Trigger warning, Colleen Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. If you're out here reading Colleen Hoover... Red flag! Hit me up, I will give you something way better to yeah. read. Because don't even waste your time. That's like the thing when, uh, like when we talk about like bad boy, like nerdy girl, there can be some levels to bad boy that are just... Gross. Like, not good. Not cute. Yeah. Like, like being all controlling and... No. Yeah, like don't no. wear that or don't wear that. Ex extremely possessive, where they're like to they're the point where you can't even be your own person. Yeah, yeah, those are weird. abusive. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't think of any like specific ones, but I don't know. Like when I think of Colin Hoover, all I can think of is chuggy. That's yeah. the word that Chugi. comes in my mind. Absolutely, yeah. Chugi. Um, I don't know, like. I don't know. <laughs> the type of, like, straight, um, like, I've seen clips of, like, how they explain, like, 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 genitals and things like that, and I'm like, 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 use yeah. adult words. Like, yeah. you don't need to say, like, my big boy sack, like. Ugh. <laughs> the Colleen Hoover. This is in a published work, you guys, and I've never read any of her books, but I have watched many breakdowns on it. I love our son's big balls. That, that's the one I was thinking. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What made you, What compelled you to write that? Yeah. What? 
Ain't. That lady. Oof. Mm -hmm. We could get into that another time. Uh, Bestie Nicole said tropes in queer stories versus straights. I feel like there's a lot of that, like, forbidden love with queer stories. It's something we talked about in our, like, um... Pride Month. Yeah, Pride Month podcast. Is that there's a... And thankfully, things are changing now. Um, Like, a lot of queer media is that kind of, like, taboo. Like, keep it in the closet, secretive, Mm -hmm. bury your gaze kind of thing. Versus now we're starting to see, like, comedies, like, bottoms and Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, I would say, mm, I don't know, like, a lot of tropes in, like, LGBT works and all that. Like, I feel like it's, like, a lot of, like, giving them an object of your love or something mm-hmm. because it's, like, something between you. Like, the page number in Portrait mm-hmm. of a Lady on Fire. Mm-hmm. Like, just something between you that also is secret like that secret, represents yeah. your love. Mm-hmm. And then for straight people, I don't know. <laughs> They have it all. They have it all. It's literally the genre is straight. So there you go. Um, Bestie Nicole said, what's a trope you hated until you saw a specific movie or read it in a specific book with it? Mm. Mm. Trying to think. Um, Anything. Like, I feel like the ones that I don't like, I really just still Avoid. don't. Yeah. Yeah, like, the only thing that's coming in my head is age gap, but I haven't seen any media that has, like, made me, me interested in that, yeah. I mean, I guess Modern Family. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not interested in it, but I love Jay and Gloria's relationship, True. so there you go. Um, Bestie Nicole said, how do you find tropes different, or how do you find tropes change across different genres, like contemporary versus fantasy? I guess kind of like what we were saying earlier, like, horror, so, like, action tends to be, like, pretty gritty, somebody's got to lose an arm or something like that, sci-fi, there's always a sexy alien woman, True. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Bestie Thomas said, I want to see lovers to enemies to cousins to lovers trope, not reading that hashtag, (laughs) um, (laughs) you can enjoy that by your own self. Oh. <laughs> we don't support cousin lovers no. in this household. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, "If a cartoon heart could fly, where would it fly to? Above the little heads of a little bird that like hits his head on a tree or something in a cartoon. Yeah, you know. Um, you know. It, it would, it would go to the you know the like Tom and Jerry when his heart is pumping fast <laughs> and you can see it coming out of his chest. His eyeballs. Oh, ooga, ooga." Uh, Bessie Thomas said, what trope do you want to fall in love by? I don't know. I guess angst wraps up my life just about (laughs) it. So might as well keep it rolling. (laughs) I definitely do love like a a friends to lovers. Seems like the least painful in my life. Yeah. But it can always like... It's like the most... Common. fluffy yeah. version yeah um bestie thomas said give the other person a terrible rom-com they have to live their lives in marry me oh i already do um alexa stop um um <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole segment right here. Um, I know, right? Uh, uh, I'm trying I to think, think of a terrible rom-com. They're definitely out there. There's plenty, but they're all lost in my brain. You want to give me shotgun wedding? Sure. <laughs> that one's terrible. Yet another J-Lo rom-com. You get kidnapped. Ugh. Um, Bessie Thomas said, how would you direct a rom-com? I think the most important thing about directing rom-coms is your casting. They have to be comfortable they with each other. They have to have chemistry. Chemistry. Mm-hmm. It could have a great script, it could have great actors, but if they themselves don't look like they would actually be in a relationship, like it pulls me out of it. Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney on the press tour had everybody. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sitting there in the theaters like, they had a date after this. Yeah. Or they they had to have done something after this. There's no way. 
Because those two, I think they're actually made for each other. I think, like I think Ryan, they should get married. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are made for each other, but, yep. but, but, oh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Oh, Emma Stone oh. and Andrew Garfield, that one hurt. Oh. Because I don't think you've seen Ooh. the season where she hosted, and she is in the over five timers club. She's hosted quite a bit. But when her and Andrew Garfield were dating, she brought him on. On SNL. On SNL, and they did the Spider-Man kiss on SNL. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's foul. Um, for me, how I would have redirected rom-com, yeah, I guess just really making sure that everybody's comfortable. I would want to keep, like, a good, fun, lighthearted environment. Like, I feel like people who film and direct Christmas movies are just really happy people. Because, like, how could you not be, how could you be in that environment and have a bad day, you know? So I feel like on a rom-com, just keep that good energy. Um, and then Bestie Calvin said, when it comes to Minecraft playstyle, <laughs> just really coming out of the left wing with that one there. Um, when it comes to Minecraft playstyle, are you going for efficiency or aesthetic? I'm going for efficiency, okay? I have many bridges built in my world out of dirt. Yeah. My world is not cute. It's not pretty. Yeah. But she's functional. Yeah. And that's all that matters. What about yeah. you? Um... I am a mix of both. I don't like playing creative mode. Boring. I don't play creative mode, but I do play on easy mode most of the time. Girl. Boring. I, I already said this. Why are you acting surprised? She's boring, you guys. That's all our questions. Okay. Um, what did you watch this week, Bestie? Um, all I watched this week was Past Lives, and then I rewatched Bo is Afraid. Um... Which, watching it again this time, and we still haven't talked about it because I totally forgot. Watching mm. it again this time. This is Gabby's third time seeing it. Yeah. Um, everything was revealed to me. We, I, psh, do you want me to talk about it now? Can you get into the play? Because that one doesn't make sense Okay, to me. so the play Now, is... if you haven't, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to our Bo's Afraid episode and you'll know what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. The play is an exact retelling of the movie itself because uh -huh. it's talk so what i think my little theory is he has oh i have to like, <laughs> we have to watch it with the play and have i'll to be get like, me like a whiteboard like it's, i'm gonna look like charlie day with the with the freaking okay um the so the play is talking so about bad. how um you like walk and walk and wander and you find this village mm-hmm this beautiful village where you start a family, and then you get separated from your family mm -hmm. via water. Mm. Okay, hear me out. And then you land in this random place where nobody knows the language you're talking about, and everyone's treating you like a criminal. Like when the the cop is trying to shoot him, telling him no, no, no. Yeah. And then someone accuses him of something and everyone turns against him the daughter and drinking the paint and now everyone's against him they send a guard dog the freaking venezuela guy like it's everything oh. everything 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 oh. everything and it's almost like that's crazy. each part be before he like blacks out because he blacks out in like multiple sections is like its own scene its own version of the play that was crazy. You just ha you uh, have to rewatch it. I need to watch it's it again. It's crazy. It's crazy. That movie is so good. It's crazy. Can't believe Ari Aster needs to get his coins. I know. He needs to get his flowers. What else did you? Oh, watch? and then <laughs> like in the last part of the play where the like angel comes down yeah. and there's all the eyeballs on the trees. That's the end of oh! the movie. That's the end of the movie. Oh, come that's on, too good. come oh. on. He's too good. Ugh. He's too good. I, we may just be stupid, and no, this no, was no, like no, everyone no, 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 no. understood that, but like no, that yeah. just changed my life yeah. when I was watching. As soon it as you said the eyeballs, I'm like, oh, Ooh, so wow, good. too good. Was that all you watched? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. Oh, and the, there was a new episode of the Walton Files. So. I oh yeah, Abbott that. Elementary. That too. Yep. It's good. We're just a little devastated right now, but we're good. Mm -hmm. We'll be okay. Um, so I watched The Lobster, mm -hmm. and you know it, it was interesting. It just wasn't for me. Like I, I got the message. I got what they were trying to say, but I was like, okay. 
Um, then I watched Palo Alto, which again was okay. We watched Past Lives, which it was good. Just not as devastating as we were hoping mm -hmm. for. I watched Zombieland Double Tap. Don't really know why we need to make a sequel, but okay. <laughs> um, I watched Bad Education. I loved that movie. Again, as somebody who grew up with a whole bunch of people who worked in the school system, I love watching any kind of media with the school system because it's always just so accurate. And this one, mm, it, mm, I told my mom, I texted her immediately. I said, corrupt school board members. And she said, oh, I gotta watch that. I said, mm-hmm, you do. Um, then I watched The Lovely Bones. Have you seen this one? No, I was gonna start I it one day. I hated oh. this movie. Oh. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh. Insanely ridiculous. <laughs> You're murdered. And then I went to a field in heaven, and I tried to tell my- Shut up. The only time I'll ever tell Saoirse Ronan to shut up. Shut up, Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Stop talking. The, uh, can I just say what the most ridiculous part of the movie was? Sure. So basically, the ending, Stanley Tucci, who murdered her, mm -hmm. is trying to dispose of her body, which he's been keeping in a safe in a sinkhole. Meanwhile, as this is happening, this- boy who was a senior in high school when she was 14 and asked her on a date is like in a bedroom with this other girl on the sinkhole property i don't even know sergeant ronan takes over the body of this girl kisses the senior boy and he goes it's you i was literally on the plane i watched this on the plane horrible airplane movie i know i say good airplane <sighs> movie all the time horrible airplane movie the guy beside me probably thought i was crazy because i was like what the fuck is this like this movie is so stupid. I hate this movie. Just don't even bother. Mm. Mark Wahlberg is in it too, so you know. Red flag. You know. Then I watched The First Purge. I've officially seen all the Purge movies now, so that's cool. Not good. Um, <laughs> finally watched The Platform. Really liked it. And I'll never forget the Spanish word for obvious. Obvio. Um, <laughs> I would hope not. It's literally almost the same. Okay, so we're going from a bad plane movie to a really good plane movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. So good. Mm -hmm. Man beside me, I was telling you about him. He was, like, so conservative looking. He had on, like, the Carhartt jacket, the American flag screensaver on his phone. Okay. This was the guy, I don't think he brought, I don't think he flies often, because I don't think he knew. He just stared at, like, the approximate landing time thing on American Airlines' website for, like, the whole flight. And he kept refreshing his Facebook feed, but it was like only the five, same five posts. So I know he was looking at my iPad, so maybe I radicalized him a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> I can't say. And then um, I finally watched The Help. It's not a bad movie, but it's just very white, white savior, savior, magical black lady. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't be a little icky there. Um, as I said, watched Upgraded. I loved it. And then yesterday I watched Next Goal Wins. Not Taika's best. Was well, again not bad, but just not his best. And also, I don't really care that much for sports movies. So mm. that's all I got. Mm -hmm. You wanna give me some songs? Sure. It's interesting because my day list is mall goth '90s Friday morning, Ooh. but ain't it fun? <laughs> is the first song. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't call that. What 90s mall goth mall wouldn't goth. want that? Well, I mean, yeah, but also not. Um, let's see, um, let's do Video Phone by Beyonce and Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. Contrary Belief, um, Contrary, what's it called? Contrary to Popular Belief? Yes. <laughs> uh, Video Phone is better than Telephone. Oh. Hate to say it, Dang. but it's true. Um, then we'll do Fly Girl by Flo featuring Missy Elliott. I love Flo. They seem kind of industry planty. I, I don't really know I've like their origins. It's um you probably have. They were pretty TikTok popular. Um, but they're just like this little girl group, very kind of um um Destiny's Child vibes. Mm. But that's why they seem a little industry plant, but I really don't know their origins, so um apologies. <laughs> um then let's do uh, uh, let's do Duvet by Boa. Let's do 
Melting by Kelly Uchis. Mm-hmm. And I Touch Myself by Divinals. When I think about you, I touch myself. That one's on sex education. Um, my day list is Euphoric Downtown Vibes Friday afternoon. Mm. Just so you know. Um, but I'm going to do um, Love Me Like There's No Tomorrow by Freddie Mercury. I'm going to do You're My World by Miss Ciela Black. Let's do Broken CD by Biba Doobie. Um, Muzzle by Destroy Boys. And then let me give y'all one more. Let's do Divorce Song by Liz Fair. Hmm. Fitting for today. Speaking of um, romance tropes, I hate like best friends' exes tropes most of the oh. time. Don't be doing that. And especially Biba Doobie. Oop. Poor girl. You know about that? Uh-uh. That, uh, uh, her best friend got with her ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and posted a, a, like, picture or video of him with her song that she wrote about him. <gasps> I did hear that. That's foul. I would kill myself. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be the bigger person. I would have to choose yeah, that violence. One, that one's rough. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, follow the pod at Haters Film Club and follow me at Chloe underscore R Mercy. And follow me at Curly Femme. And we'll see y'all next week. Good see you on the flip of the flap flap. Adios. Bye bye.